And good afternoon, GRN listeners across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Gordy Zambrano, your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network South and Central Texas listening area. You can hear this program every Monday at noon right here on your local GRN station, online at grnonline.com or on the free Guadalupe Radio Network app. We were streaming this program live on Facebook. We're still having technical difficulties, so uh, you can't find us there, but you can always go to our group page, which is South and Central Texas Facebook group, GRN, South and Central Texas Facebook group. Uh, hit a like there and join our group so you can follow everything that we're doing. want to thank everybody tuning in from Marble Falls, Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalde, and of course, right here in San Antonio. We're grateful you've decided to spend this hour joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic, of course, in South and Central Texas. So on this program, as you know, we try to bring you a variety of informative discussions highlighting different people, ministries, and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. On today's program, it's going to be exciting. We've got two segments going. We'll be talking with Mary Wisniewski, and uh, she is from Holy Spirit Catholic Church, and also with the Texas Mission Conference. She's the chair of the Texas Mission Conference. We're going to talk about that conference uh, that's coming up February 23rd through the 25th. It's going to be at the Oblate Center. We're going to give you all the information. Mary's going to chime in. She's going to tell us what it's about, all the speakers, the lineup. That's going to be really fun and cool to do. And uh, also joining us in this segment is going to be Father Anthony Andreasi from New York. That's going to be cool to talk to him. He's going to be one of the guest conference speakers uh, at the conference. And I can't wait to uh, get his take on, you know, give us a little peek under the tent about what he's going to be discussing and how excited he is to come to San Antonio. That's going to be a great conference. So that'll be in our first segment. Then we're going to go to break and we're going to come back with Father Bob Hogan. He's the director of Catholic Center for Charismatic Renewal for the Archdiocese of San Antonio, right here in San Antonio at the Archdiocese. So we're going to discuss their yearly conference. His conference is going to be held March 1st through 2nd. And the theme is spread the fire, spreading the good news of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. What a cool theme they have going. I can't wait to begin these discussions. And uh, <clears throat> before we begin those discussions, of course, we want to begin in prayer. And with that said, Father Andreasi, are you on the line? He's not on the line yet, so we will get him on the line. But as we do, we start in prayer and we want to make, you know, ask the Lord to make his will known to you. And for the grace to accomplish his will in loving obedience. So we begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Dear God, may everything we do begin with your inspiration, continue with your help, and reach perfection under your guidance. With your loving care, lead all of us in our daily actions. Help us to persevere in love and sincerity. Bless us with an abundance of courage in proclaiming your holy name and the teachings of your church. <clears throat> Excuse me. Grant us the grace to do your will in loving obedience. Heavenly Father, keep us under your constant protection and draw us, our families, and our loved ones ever closer to you. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And I want to ask the prayer words out there like I did this morning at 8. 
to continue praying for my my nephew and godson Tanner. Uh, he's doing better, but prayers are working. Keep praying in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. So, with that said, let me recap. As I do, I recap uh, last week and things that uh, the Guadalupe Radio Network family has been doing. We try to keep you informed about everything. And of course, the big the big news today is last day of car raffle today at midnight. It ends, and so as I did this morning, want to ask each and every one of you to call the office. We're here. It's our office studio, and I gave that number out. I've been giving it out, so 210-579-9844. Again, 210-579-9844, or you can go to grnonline.com forward slash raffle. You can purchase your tickets there. They're one for $25, as you know, or you could buy five for a hundred. When you pay that hundred, you get that extra ticket. So want to invite you to call the number 210-579-9844. I've got Kimberly out there. I got Sean out there. <clears throat> they could take your call. And uh, Mario is also here to help as well. And we want to encourage you to buy a ticket for yourself and then pay it forward. That pay it forward ticket is uh, uh, a new component and it's uh, doing very well. Our goal is a thousand tickets, and I believe we're at nine hundred and some odd tickets right now. So, we've got a little ways to go, and we're asking you for your help. And uh, we're raffling off that beautiful twenty twenty four Mercedes Benz GLB two fifty, and we want to invite each and every one of you to buy a ticket. It's the last day today at midnight, and of course, the drawing is going to be this Friday. You want to listen in to. Uh, the Morning Joy Show, which is going to be awesome because they're going to announce a winner at 7.15. So you want to tune in and uh, listen to uh, Keith Downey and our president of the Guadalupe Radio Network, Sammy Rodriguez Jr. They're going to both be uh, on at 7.15 announcing that lucky winner. It could be you. Dial that number, 210-579-9844. And uh, other than that, that's, uh, oh, I want to thank St. Joseph Honey Creek. We were just out there this past weekend selling raffle tickets. Everybody was so wonderful out there. It was great to be there. And thank you so much for opening your doors out there, Father English. We are so grateful that you did that and and thankful that you invited us to go on our final weekend to sell raffle tickets. Thank you so much, Father. We appreciate that. And Deacon. And, of course, uh, Kimberly Beck, our own Kimberly Beck here, who set that up. And we had a a very successful car raffle parasail there this weekend. So uh, as far as anything that's that that we're doing here at the Guadalupe Radio Networks Radio Network, you're you're informed. And now I want to welcome our first guest and Mary Wisniewski. So glad to have you in the studio. I, I got to see you at Holy Spirit when we were doing the raffle sale, and and you were so helpful, and and it was great to meet you in person. Now it's great to have you in the studio talking about the Texas Mission Council. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for the chance to be here. I'm really excited to share on this program. Yes, Mary, tell tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, what you're working on, what's coming up. It's exciting. And I, I, I know Father Andreasi is uh, going to be joining us as well. And uh, Father, let me, let's make sure Father's on the line. Hello, Father. Yes. 
Well, thank you, Father. We're glad that you're able to join us. We know that uh, we're going to talk about the conference. We know you're one of the conference speakers. And just to uh, start with Mary, tell us a little bit about yourself, what the conference is about, what you're looking forward to, and uh, let our listeners know what's coming. Thank you again. Well, we're all excited because coming up this weekend, um, Friday, February 23rd through Sunday, February 25th, we're going to hold the 30th annual Texas Mission Conference. Wow. So it's been a, a wonderful long tradition of the various groups that are involved in mission activity in Texas and right. around the world to get together for a, a weekend of uh, sharing and inspiration from speakers. So um, I am uh, now a member of Holy Spirit Parish, yes, but also the St. Matthew's Mission Group and the St. Francis Choir. So, oh my goodness, you're I, busy. I sing at one parish and help out with the missions at yeah. another and uh, pray at all of them. So uh, it's a blessing to be in San Antonio, which is such a, a wonderful archdiocese full of beautiful parishes. Absolutely. So tell me about the this year's conference and uh, a little bit about, you know, where it's going to be. I know the Oblate Center is a great place to have events. And, uh, you know, let's go through the who, what, when and where. And then we'll get Father on here to talk about, you know, his speaking portion and how that uh, how, what he's planning to do, what uh, he's planning to speak about. Thank you. Yes, our conference is going to be held at the Oblate School of Theology. It is in the Teenman Hall, the lecture hall um, that is on the first floor of the old school building. So it's at 285 Oblate Drive. When you enter to the driveway between the trees, the, you will see the um, dark red school building. The, that is where our conference will be held. And uh, it's going to begin again on Friday night in the evening at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I will do a welcome and a brief history of the whole story of the mission conference. Wonderful. Then Father Andre is going to be speaking. Excuse me. Father Anthony Andreasse will be speaking Andreasse. at 7.30. Okay. And our theme this year is Pilgrims of Hope Embracing the Call. So we're all embracing the call that Jesus gave us to take his message of love and salvation to the ends of the earth. So Father is going to give us the global perspective, and he is the uh, director of the Pontifical Mission Societies of the United States, and he'll be talking more about that. Okay. And uh, so Father is going to talk on Friday evening again, this, this global look at what's happening around our world. And how are missionaries responding with God's love in different places in our world? Then we're going to move on on Saturday to have a very interesting morning. Our our morning will begin at 9 a.m. This is Saturday the 24th. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be with uh, two sisters of the Holy Spirit and Immaculate Heart of Mary. Oh, nice. And they are going to tell us the story about a saint on the road, a, a, a Texan who's on the way to sainthood. Oh, wow. And this is Mother Mary Margaret Healy Murphy. And so we'll learn a little bit about her. She started the Healy Murphy Center. Right. And yeah. it's, a, it's an incredible story. So we yeah. hope you'll come on Saturday to hear more about that from the sisters. They also work in Zambia and have received funds right. from the Pontifical Mission Societies for their work. Right. At 930... Bishop 
Mark Seitz, is coming from El Paso. Ooh, that's going to be good. To offer us yeah. reflections from the Texas-Mexico border. Bishop Seitz is now the head of the USCCB Committee on Migration. And in that position at this time, he really has some amazing insights and uh, to share with us about this part of the world and the people that are really coming from around the world to our Texas. And it's kind of like a reverse mission. Instead of going out to the countries, the people are coming here. And how are we to respond? So it it will be a very uh, inspirational talk. In the afternoon, we're blessed to have Bishop Gary Yannick. Oh, I love Bishop Gary Yannick. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He will be with us from three to four with a young adult panel. Uh-huh. How can young adults get involved in the mission work of the church? Oh, that's going to be great. He'll yeah. then uh, be with us for Mass, uh, right. celebrating the Mass at five at the St. Joseph Chapel there. And in the after, after that, at 7 p.m. in the Grotto, we will have a World Mission Rosary. Each decade, is going to pray for a different part of the world, a different continent. And we'll have some teachers and sisters coming from Mount Sacred Heart School to help us. Oh, nice. And so we hope we will all join in prayer. We'll have a little time after that for socializing and visiting and getting to know each other. Oh, nice. On Sunday morning, we have the blessing of having Sister Ursula Herrera tell us about her work in Eagle Pass. It's a mission shelter, and people can go to have a mission experience there. There's about uh, rooms for about 20 people to go and help her. She does outreach there in Eagle Pass, as well as there's two orphanages in Piedras Negras and a home for the disabled. So Hmm. young adult groups, parish groups are invited to go to the (coughs) mission center there and have a, a short-term mission experience. Yeah. So Sister will talk to us on Sunday at 10.45. Gotcha. Wow, that is a packed schedule. That is going to be packed. And, you know, I know, Father Anthony, you're on the line, and, and I, I, I can't imagine, you know, uh, you're coming to Texas. I mean, I can't wait to welcome you here in Texas. And give us a little bit of perspective of what your new position is, what you're doing, and give us a sneak peek of what you're going to be discussing here at the conference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 
obviously a religious figure. Oh, yeah. He was able just to get, but sadly over the subsequent decades, for all sorts of reasons, um, that, that focus, that reality, that centrality has been lost. Not in all places, but it's, it's diminished. It certainly has been diminished. There are definitely mm-hmm. parts of the country, obviously, what's happening here at this conference in Texas, that the, the um, support of the missions is, is vibrant and, and alive. Other parts of the country, less so. So um, what part of what my presentation on Monday, uh, on Friday will be is um, what is Pontif- what what is the Pontifical Mission mm-hmm. Society today? What's new that's happening in the national office? Because um, many people there may know that all most dioceses, all dioceses are supposed to have or have someone who's a diocesan director, and they, of course, collaborate with the national office. But I like to actually things have changed in the last few years under Pope Francis on how things are organized. And it's just not been simply a, a rearranging of titles, but really it has been a refocusing of the missions, of the centrality of the missions. Um, so I'd like to talk a little bit about that. Sure. I just recently went to, um, we had a mission experience in Malawi. I'd like to share a little bit about my my experience there. Absolutely. Um, and, and then hopefully answer some questions of people about where, kind of where we're headed um, in the future, what are some exciting things that we're looking forward for the future? So now you're going to also touch base on the history of Catholicism. Is that right? Well, in a certain, I'm a I'm a I'm a former history teacher, but I'm always <laughs> a history teacher. So so we will I will take people back to the 17th century, but I I'll promise we won't stay there too long. <laughs> but I, I I always feel like you can't to kind of know where we are today. We kind of have to figure out how we got here right. and who are the people who led us here. And you know, interesting as you know, a couple of very important women were a part of this in getting um, in in the propagation of the faith. So it's it's good to to be able to share their story also. So beautiful. Well, we can't wait till you get here in San Antonio, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be a great. You're you're joining a great lineup of speakers, and I, I want to mention a couple of them because. A couple of them uh, are very familiar with the Guadalupe Radio Network. I've had Sister Sydney Moss on the program and uh, Sister Mota. And, of course, they have uh, a program on Catholic TV, which is pretty cool. I think it's uh, Habits or the Sisters of Habits. I'll have to get that name for you. And, of course, Bishop Gary Yannick, he's going to be our honoree at our Fishers of Men dinner. So I think you've got a great speaker lineup. Mary, what are you looking forward, forward to in this conference? Well, it's, it's something important. I wanted to say that uh, Catholic means universal. And so yes. to celebrate the universality of the church is, is really exciting. And we're going to have uh, people coming from far and near. Uh, you were telling me that. Tell, yes. Where are they coming from? In addition to Father Anthony coming from New, New York, York. Yep. we also have a sister that just registered coming from Oregon. And she is a Salesian sister. Oh, nice. And uh, the the other members coming are from all over Texas. So we have Austin, Houston, Fort Worth, San Angelo, Amarillo, wow. and uh, those are the ones that I remember off the top of my head. Right. Uh, we also will be joined by a mixture of people that are working in the Pontifical Mission Society offices in Texas. Right. So okay. that will be um, 
the people that our Father Anthony was talking about that carry out that mm-hmm. goal of promoting the universal mission in their diocese. Right. Then we have members of missionary congregations that work in Texas as well as other countries. As an example, the Salesians that are worldwide. Mm-hmm. And they um, also coordinate VITAS, Volunteers for International Development, Education, and Service, an right. opportunity for young people to serve worldwide. Right. Our last um, people that are joining us belong to some lay mission um, program. Either a, they are in associates with a religious congregation or right. they are, have a parish mission. As an example, the St. Matthew's Mission Group right here in San Antonio, yeah. they help in Honduras as well as in orphanages in Mexico. So this, these people will be together, and it's just really inspirational to hear what each other is doing and to see how people are alive sure. with love for, for the world's church and the people in need around our world. That's going to be fantastic. And, uh, you know, Father, we're, we're looking forward to having you here as a, uh, a conference speaker. What are you looking forward to in, in attending this conference? Well, particularly I, I, to be able to meet people in person in a more, you know, both a formal setting and a relaxed setting at a conference like this to hear some of the stories. We actually have a couple other people from my team coming to, to interview some, some missionaries because oh, wow. it's, I think, it's so important that we get those stories out there for the rest of the Catholic world to hear about. You know, right. it's one thing to um, talk about dates and things like that, and that's important, but to, to put flesh and blood on this, to hear the stories of men and women who are, who are, have, you know, have traveled so far to bring the faith and to bring mm-hmm. healing and hope and mercy to other parts of the world. Um, you know, I just, after I returned from Malawi, just my friends and family, I, I felt like I gave, um, you know, a 25-minute story every time. But it was, it, was, it was a story, you know, I had so much energy to talk about the vitality of the church in, in places like Malawi, the vitality, right. the growth, the hope, but also, as we know, the tremendous need that, that is there, too, and to see where, where the ch- church um, is really the frontline um, provider of so many things that literally keep people alive. Um, and we do that, of course, because of our faith and, you know, irrespective of the, of the religion of the person being served. Um, uh, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more of these stories from people who've spent decades there or more recently, um, you know, hear that there's nothing like a good story to make the faith come alive. And one of those storytellers, Father Anthony, and everyone in Radioland will be Sister Geraldine Klein. She is going to be talking about her experiences in Zambia. And these are the Holy Spirit Sisters of San Antonio that live on Yucca Street. And there are people that don't realize that we have this amazing congregation here. And they have an outreach to Zambia and have helped AIDS orphans as well as their families for decades. And uh, they will also be sharing about how the pontifical missions helped this in this project. Wow. So uh, there's a, a wonderful connection we're, we're making. We also will have a sister, uh, Cindy Koliba. She worked in Papua New Guinea with the Sacred oh, Heart wow. Sisters. Okay. 
And so, again, there's a link between the San Antonio religious communities, Zambia, Papua New Guinea, India, incredible stories. And we're thrilled that Father is going to be here and that we'll be able to share those stories um, with the Pontifical Missions. Well, Father, we can't wait to welcome you here in San Antonio and uh, praying that you have a wonderful, wonderful experience down here, especially at the conference. And, you know, for those listening right now, they're probably wondering, how do I register? How do I get to the conference? And I'll give them the website, txmissioncouncil.org, txmissioncouncil.org. Mary, tell them about the, the costs and the hotels and everything we were talking about. Yes, for $65, if you would like to have the meals, you're welcome to sign up for the whole conference. Again, at txmissioncouncil.org, you'll find the registration uh, site. Um, We also are offering this for a $25 donation for seminarians or students. And if you do not want to have the two meals on Saturday, please feel free to join us and make a contribution. to help support the uh, costs of our running this conference. But again, uh, if you are in the area and can only attend a part of the conference, and because it's Saturday, we realize many people have uh, church commitments, but please feel free to come uh, at part of the conference and offer a donation if you can. And again, uh, Friday night will be Father Anthony Andreasi, Saturday morning, the Sisters of the Holy Spirit and Bishop Seitz, Saturday afternoon, Sister Sydney and Bishop Yannick, and then Sunday, Sister Ursula Herrera, the Benedictine. Wow, what a lineup. And and I know if people want to register that are coming in from out of town, maybe they're listening to us in Kerrville, Uvalde, Fredericksburg, they want to come into the conference. The Drury Inn is the hotel of choice? Yes, Drury Inn and Suites Airport, San Antonio. It's okay. right on Jones-Maltzberger. And uh, that is, uh, you can tell them that there is a, they are coming for the Texas Mission Conference. And there is a uh, discount that is coming to for the participants in our conference. Well, I know you've got people already signed up, but there's still room. Yes, we are welcoming everyone. <clears throat> yeah. And again, it's at the Oblate School of Theology. Mm-hmm. We are open to people that are experienced in parish mission work, uh, related to missionary orders, people in orders, or those who might just want to learn about this and start to become involved. Right. Uh, we hear about the great concerns in our world, and this gives you a way that you can really join in and do something about it to show your faith also right. to the ends of the earth. I think you're going to have a great, great conference. Remember, everybody, go into txmissioncouncil.org. You can find all the information there. I know we're running out of time in this segment, but uh, Father, thank you for joining us from New York. Thank we you. appreciate your time, and I can't wait to uh, hear the feedback after your uh, after the conference about your talk and all the other talks that are going to be going on. Thank you so much. And Mary, thank you for coming in and, and for doing the work that you do, and we appreciate that. And uh, again, txmissioncouncil.org. It is this weekend... Go in, register, and support the Texas Mission Council. Thank you, and uh, thank you to my guest, Mary. Thank you very much. Thank you, Father. Everybody hang tight. We will be right back.
just in. From now until midnight on February 20th, the GRN will be raffling off a 2024 black Mercedes-Benz GLB 250. Just call 888-784-3476 or by emailing grnraffle at grnonline.com. Cost is $25 for one ticket or $100 for five. All proceeds support Catholic Radio on the GRN. Even better, your support may save a soul or two. Winning ticket drawn Friday, February 23rd. Do you feel life is flying past you? Are you desperate for moments of peace and quiet? Lord, teach me to pray. The free Ignatian prayer series opens hearts to his voice, to the peace you are seeking, the only love that fulfills the human heart, Jesus. God is calling you to true joy, knowing Jesus personally. Lord, teach me to pray is free. Go to lordteachmetopray.com, click the red box, order Lord, teach me to pray now. lordteachmetopray.com What do you want, Mary? You want the moon? No, George. I'd like you to buy me five raffle tickets for a chance to win a 2024 black Mercedes-Benz GLB 250. How do you go about getting one of those raffle tickets? Easy. Just go to grnonline.com or call 888-784-3476. All proceeds support the GRN. Sounds like a wonderful idea, Mary. And we are back. Thank you for listening. You're listening to In His Vineyard. I'm Gordy Zambrano, General Manager for the Guadalupe Radio South and Central Texas listening area. Want to thank you for listening in. And want to thank Mary Wisniewski and also Father Anthony Andreasi for coming on the program and talking to us about everything that their conference is going to include. I think they, they've got a great, great lineup of speakers that you're going to want to go see. Um, again, you could go into their into their site and uh, you can register. They they do have room, and I know that uh, they would love to be at capacity. They are. You could register at TX Mission Council. That's txmissioncouncil.org. You could see the speaker lineup. You could see who's going to be there. And as you just heard from Father Andreasi, it's going to be very, very exciting. And Mary was yeah leaving here and leaving the studio, and she said, mention the Pontifical Missions Society support radio programming, which is beautiful. That is uh, wonderful to hear, and I'm glad that she brought that up at the end, but we didn't get a chance to air that, so I wanted to make sure I uh, I covered that for her. And, uh, you know, I, it, it was just such a great segment, and uh, I'm glad that they were able to come on the air. Our next guest from the Archdiocese of San Antonio Everybody loves him, Father Bob Hogan. Father, thank you for being on In His Vineyard, and uh, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be able to be with you. Now, you are the director of the Catholic Center for Charismatic Renewal for the Archdiocese of San Antonio. Before we talk about the conference over at St. Mary Magdalene, tell our listener, listeners a little bit about yourself, what you do at the Archdiocese, and uh, what what does it mean to be the director of the Catholic Center for Charismatic Sure. Thank renewal? you very much. 
Um, I'm a member of a religious community called the Brothers of the Beloved Disciple. Yes. And we're actually a relatively new community here in, in San Antonio. We kind of emphasize training missionary disciples of Jesus. Right. Uh, with a special understanding of the importance of the role of the Holy Spirit. And we have an emphasis on taking Mary as a spiritual mother. So you see we wear blue for yes. Mary, and we wear a cross with the <clears throat> beloved disciple and Mary at the foot of the cross and the Holy Spirit. Jesus, when he dies in John's Gospel, hands over the Holy Spirit. Right. So uh, I've done a lot of things. I was a teacher for 20 years. I taught high school religion and coached wow. some sports for eight years. Then I taught theology at the University of Dayton and St. Mary's University here right. uh, for a number of years. And then I was a pastor at St. Mary Magdalene Church and St. Henry's Church. Mm-hmm. And I took over probably about 15 years ago with, for, for Bishop Thomas Flanagan. He had been the director of the Catholic Center for Charismatic Renewal. I took over as director from him, which was always a kind of a part-time position, <laughs> you know, yeah. along with being a pastor and the other things that I was doing. Right. So Catholic Center for Charismatic Renewal emphasizes the role of the Holy Spirit and developing a prayer groups. So we have approximately 50 prayer groups, English and Spanish speaking, oh, wow. throughout the archdiocese. Our center, we have actually a two-story building we've had since 1978 mm-hmm. at St. Henry's Church. It's the oldest building on the property. It's the <laughs> old academy building. So we're blessed to right. have our own chapel and meeting rooms and everything that's there. And so we uh, put on a yearly conference. We do training for prayer group leaders. We do nights of renewal. We do outreaches of every sort. Right. But the emphasis is on of developing prayer groups and understanding the role of the Holy Spirit in the life of the church. How do parishes get involved with, you know, coming up with prayer groups and working through? Sure. I mean, it works both ways. Most commonly, there's people in the prayer groups in the parish who are interested, Mm -hmm. and I tell them, you know, to work with me, but then also to contact their local pastor. And I'm always happy to meet with local pastors about the prayer groups and how do we work at developing them and working with them. Sometimes the pastors will come to me and say, I have some people who are interested, would you work with them? And I'm very happy to do that, uh, to go into parishes. So sometimes it starts from below, from the the lady who are interested and they talk with the pastor and they tie in with us. Other times the pastor may show interest. I do a lot of speaking. I do parish missions. I do other kinds of events. And so I'm always available to support the priests in any way I can. Well, like, you know, most priests that I, I, I uh, meet, y'all are so good on your feet. (laughs) I mean, you're very, very good at the, up, uh, you know, doing your thing. And, and I really appreciate what y'all do. So now tell me about this. Explain, explain to me the theme of your March 1st through 2nd, 2024 uh, conference, spread the fire, spreading the good news of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The conference really has an evangelization focus. We've kind of done a three-part thing. Last Pentecost, we did, it's, we've had kind of a fire theme for, for three major <laughs> right. things about uh, receiving the fire of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and then this one is on how do we share the fire of the Holy Spirit? Right. Jesus says in Luke chapter 12, verse 49, I have come to set the earth on fire and how I wish it were already blazing. Wow. The image is that he wants our faith to be an alive faith, a faith that, that I mean, when we're excited about something, I, I love yeah. basketball, so I'm a, I'm a Spurs fan, you know, and so I get excited. You tell people about things you're excited. You yeah. like a certain music group. You tell people about the music group that you like. You like a TV show. You tell people about that. Right. Well, <clears throat> as Catholics, we need to be 
on fire enough with our faith that we want to be able to share that. And there's a great need. You know, we know the statistics say that uh, it's been more difficult for younger people to get more active and stay active in the church. And so this conference will focus on, first of all, we need to become an inviting church again. We need to reestablish how do we invite people to our masses, to our events, to our various things. And then how do we share the basic gospel? Jesus says, you will be my witnesses. And he Uh says, go forth and share the good news. Make disciples. Uh, We will do practical things like helping people. How do you put together your story of your faith so that you can share it with someone? Because often that's what touches people. It's not just coming to mass and hearing me preach or some other (laughs) priest preach. I mean, hopefully that touches people. But often it's someone sharing their story, showing interest and care, and then at some point inviting them to come to some particular event. That's where the fire's at. Yes, yes, yes. Now, Pope Francis says that all Catholics are called to be missionary disciples. Yes. Right? Goes on with that fire. What does this mean? Yeah, in fact, I brought a little section. He wrote in a an encyclical early when he became Pope mm-hmm. called Evangelii Gaudium, the joy of the gospel. He says we, we need to have a joy. And in this he right. says, let me read you a little section. He says, um, in view of their baptism, all members of the people of God have become missionary disciples. He says, it's not just the priests, it's not just the religious. Right. We're all called to be missionary disciples. He says, every Christian is a missionary to the extent that he or she has encountered the love of God in Christ Jesus. We no longer say we are disciples and missionaries, but rather we are always missionary disciples. So his Ooh, point like is he's that. saying, yes, we all have to learn to share our faith, to right. show what our encounter with Jesus has meant with sure. us. And it's the Holy Spirit who, you know, at Pentecost, one of the images, is they heard a great wind and then fire came upon them. It was <laughs> an image right. of them being energized by the Holy Spirit with the love of God that they then wanted to go forth and share that good news with other people. Well, I tell you what, there's a statistic out there. I don't believe it because as I'm out at parishes, I'm seeing 600, 500 people at mass. Mm -hmm. But there's a study that says uh, it's reporting that church attendance is going down. So that makes this so important. Exactly. That's why we want to be able to help people first understand the calling. (laughs) The presentations we're going to have are missionary disciples and laborers for Jesus. Jesus says, he, he chooses 72, not only the 12, which represent the apostles and their successors, right. the bishops and priests, but the 72 represent all Catholic Christians, all of us. He Absolutely. gives you authority to go forth, to proclaim the good news, to right. pray with people for healing. And he says, the harvest is rich, but the laborers are few. And so the whole purpose of this conference is to get more people are comfortable being laborers, yeah. laborers and sharing the faith, how to reach out to people, how to listen well to people, to really accompany them well, right. but also how to <clears throat> share their testimony of their faith, how to, when they're talking with someone to say, oh, can I say a prayer with you? How can they do simple things that touches people's hearts and opens them to the good news of Jesus. And, you know, I want to share that information about when it is and all the good stuff. But, you know, we're having such a great uh, conversation <laughs> sure. here, Father. I'm, I'm enjoying this. So what is a testimony and how can a person prepare and share their testimony about their faith? Sure. Um, a lot of people, they say to me, you know, oh, fa- Father, I, I, I wouldn't know what to say to someone. I wouldn't know what to say to someone. Yeah. So we take them through a process where we say, first of all, um, who are the people that inspired you, that you saw they, their faith right. was alive for them? Who were those people, and, and why did they inspire you? Who right. are the, We all have someone in our life. 
Was there a time where you've kind of felt God answering a prayer or his presence during a difficult time that you had? Was there a certain uh, retreat or event that you went to that inspired you in some way? Right. Um, and so and what we have to do is people think about those and jot those down. And I said, well, that's the basis of your testimony, your story. Sure. Your testimony is basically a story of how your faith has continued to become more alive. Right. And so we help them to see, oh, no, oh, yeah, I've had this experience. I've had that thing. I saw this answered prayer. This person inspired me. And as they put that together, they have, and also, which scripture passage have most touched you? I give kind of a list of right. some, some starting points. There's more than those. But to say, <laughs> which of those really mean something yeah. to you that you can, God so loved the world that he sent us his only, only beloved son. son. You yeah. know, how do we share that? Jesus loved us so much, he laid down his life for us. Right. And so we help them take those parts to put together their own story, which we call testimony. And you know, it, it, uh, the onus is on us too, right? We've got to learn how to be more inviting. Yes. Inviting person so that when we bring people, we want them to be active and we want to show by example. Yes. So how, how, how would you, what would you tell a lay person that, how can we be more inviting? Sure. Well, I tell people, people don't often believe this right away. They said, yeah. I said, I'm an introvert. Growing up, I was a quiet kind of person. I can't believe that. <laughs> In new situations, you know, I, I was fearful about what to say, how to yeah, get involved yeah. in everything. But I said, God works with each personality. And I know when my faith became stronger through a treat my senior year in, in high school, right. um, I began to get involved in groups. I began to be able to share with smaller groups and things. Uh, I began to get some opportunities to tell my story of how my right. faith had gotten stronger and what that meant. And slowly you grow in it. And believe me, some people are touched by the real outgoing, strong, coming on people. Yep. But other people, they say, yep. well, that's not me. They need someone who's quieter and just says, well, you know, this is what happened with me and what it yeah. meant to me. So every kind of person is touched by a different kind of person. Sure. And so all of us can make a difference in how they share their faith with each other. And, and part of the weekend as we pray with people too is the Holy Spirit, when he came on Pentecost, one of the first things he does is he releases us of fear. Right. You know, we're, we're afraid. We're not going to know what to say, what to do. Jesus, in fact, he said, when you talk in front of other people, don't worry about what you're going to say. The Holy Spirit will give you words and Absolutely. wisdom besides more than you can. So we will be praying for people that they experience this inner guidance of the Holy Spirit, release of fear, right. and that they're relaxed and being their own. God works through your own unique personality. You don't have to be exactly like this, someone else. <laughs> exactly. Your own personality, your own way of doing it. I know some people who aren't good about kind of sharing their story, but they're wonderful inviting people to events. Yeah. You know, they're, they're great to say, hey, you want to come with me to this? Hey, yeah, I'll pay for you, you know, kind of thing uh -huh. and stuff. And so, so there's different ways of doing it. So. Well, I'll tell you, in our family, we got away from talking about politics mm. and started talking about faith mm. and how to grow our faith. And I guess what I'm asking is how can people share their faith with their family better? How, I don't know how I would tell somebody – Quit talking about this and start talking about that. But sure. how, how do you share faith in your family? Because a lot of times it's very difficult. Sure. In fact, that's one of the topics we'll be covering. We, we, our conference has an English track and a Spanish track. Yes. So there's two separate tracks and we have a mass together, bilingual mass. And so on Friday night, uh, we have two couples in English and Spanish that are going to talk about how have they try to share their faith in their family and what's right. happened in that. We have, uh, in English, we have uh, Matt and Sylvia Aras Mendez, mm -hmm. who are one of the main starters. They're, they're 
Matt's father is a deacon at St. Paul's Church. Oh, wow. And they have a very strong young adult prayer group there called Tongues of Fire. And Matt and Sylvia have been right. very involved with that. They have five children. Uh, wow. and, and so they're a wonderful example in how to share about your faith. So, yeah. again, obviously, first thing you have to do is you got to just love people no matter what. Absolutely. You know, you got to yeah. just care for them, be with them. Um, and at the right, listen to them well. Sometimes if they're sharing something difficult to say, oh, can I say, can we say a little prayer about that together? And make it simple. Don't go yeah. on forever and ever kind of thing and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and often you'll be amazed at how they touch. Yeah. And most people will say yes and how it'll touch them. And then you can get a chance to kind of share about, you know, um, you know, how I grew up, what affected me. Maybe I kind of drifted away for a little while from my right. active involvement right. and what were the events that led me to grow in my faith. Um, and basically, we're going to teach people to share what the Bible calls the Greek word is the kerygma. The kerygma right. is the basic gospel message. And we do this in what we call a Life in the Spirit seminar. Our prayer groups do it. It's basically God's love. God loved the world so much he sent his son. Jesus loved us so much he laid down his life for us. Right. And, and to let that touch people. You know, when, when you watch a movie, all my favorite movies are about someone who put their life aside to try to save someone right. else, help someone right. else. The end, ending of the Avengers series. Remember, <laughs> Iron Man yeah. knows he's got the one that he can stop this bad guy. He's yeah. the only one that can do it, but he knows he's going to die, and he's got a wife and a child. But he and he's always been kind of a self-centered kind of guy in most <laughs> right. of the thing. But right. here he gives his life, and it's because it's like Jesus, and then how that touches us. He loved us, and then the call to repent because we get stuck in our sins and hurts. And Jesus right. took our sins and hurts upon Himself, so we don't have to stay stuck in them. So we repent, believe, and trust in what Jesus has accomplished for us, and hear the call to be a disciple. Right. You know, disciple means Jesus becomes the central relationship of my life. You know yeah. that I follow Him, <clears throat> and then. Jesus gives us the Holy Spirit to give us guidance and strength inside and gifts to serve him. And you know what? Praying as a family works. And mm. I just saw that this weekend because yeah. my nephew was hospitalized, had oh, okay. to be intubated. He got poisoned. Okay. And, uh, you know, my sister was uh, very, she was very hurt by sure. it. But we turned to prayer. My mom showed Wonderful. up. My other sister drove down from Waco and we prayed over him. Mm. And I took this rock that you see right here, Father, from, it's from, uh, Gardena, Italy. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. St. Michael's yeah, Cave. Sure. And, uh, I rubbed it all over him. Oh, and, and we prayed as a family. Yeah. And today he's speaking. They took the tube out wonderful. and he's doing great. So Thanks he recovered. That. Tanner's recovering, but. Well, and it, people need to hear those kinds of stories yes. to say, you know, you'd be surprised that your little prayer at the right moment is the thing that God uses. Yes. And I've seen that happen so many. I tell some people, I used to teach um, my seniors in high school how to help me with the younger students' retreats. Right. And and I would teach them how to pray. And I'd say, you know what? I see more answers of prayer by the teenagers than, than my prayers. Okay. <laughs> I'm the priest, but the teenagers' yeah. prayers are getting answered more than mine. So, so, so don't say. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't say it's just, don't say it's just, you're not anybody. I've seen teenagers who, they don't know what half what they're doing, but yeah. they're sincere and they pray and, and God blesses people through this. It's prayers. that frontal lobe hasn't been developed all the <laughs> yes, way. That's <laughs> right. Yes. No, that's beautiful. Now I want to talk about the conference because listeners are probably out there going, wait a minute, how do I go? How do I get to listen more about this? Let's talk about the presenters. You're one of them, yes. uh, the presenters. Uh, so the conference, it's called Spreading the Good News of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It's going. To, it's the 2024 Spiritual Renewal Conference sponsored by the Catholic Center for Charismatic 
renewal. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be held at Father Will Combs Parish, St. Right. Mary Magdalene, yes. uh, over on 1710 Clower Street. Now, if you want to register, you can go to www.cccrsa.net. And uh, it's March 1st, Friday. The doors open at 5 p.m. The conference is 7 to 9. Mm-hmm. And then on March 2nd, Saturday, the doors open at 8 a.m. And the conference is from 8.30 to 6 p.m. Now, tell us about these speakers. I know you, you talked about Matt and Sylvia already, but right. Sister Bernadette's going to be there. You're going to be speaking. Sure. What can what can people look forward sure. to? Sure. Well, we actually have two sisters from a religious community from Amarillo called oh, the nice. Disciples of Our Lord Jesus Christ. The Disciples of Our Lord Jesus right. Christ are a, a Franciscan community that also has a strong emphasis on the Holy Spirit and on evangelization. And so uh, both of these sisters I know well. My youngest sister was in their community for about 10 years. She then decided to become a contemplative sister. Uh-huh. So she's now in a Carmelite contemplative. Wow. But this sister, this community is very advanced. Sister Bernadette, who's going to be speaking in English, is the former mother superior of the community. Mm-hmm. She's trained in evangelization and spirituality and spiritual direction. She actually spoke at our conference about 10 years ago or something. Right. And this, their community is very good on how to share their faith, how yeah. to reach out to people. And Sister Magdalena was the director of evangelization for the Archdiocese, for the Diocese of Amarillo. Oh, okay. And, and also was a director, she was my equivalent, director of a charismatic renewal center in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I went right. and did some training up there for their people. And so they're both really good energetic speakers. They know very practical things in helping people to share their faith. Right. They'll be each giving two talks on First, missionary disciples and laborers for Jesus. And a second talk will be on practical skills for evangelization and sharing your faith. They'll be doing those two talks. Right. As I said, Matt and Sylvia will be talking about sharing your faith in your family. family. And finally, in English, I'll be doing the final talk on spirit-filled evangelizers. Pope Francis, in his Joy of the Gospel, his last chapter is called Spirit-Filled Evangelizing. He says... It's the Holy Spirit. In fact, let me read real quickly yeah. uh, a little passage here he says, because he says it so beautifully. He goes and says, um, let me see here. Lord, help me. Oh, where he's called, where he, uh, where we are called to be spirit-filled evangelizers. We're called to be spirit-filled evangelizers. Uh-huh. But then he also goes and says, um, he talks about it's the Holy Spirit who gives us that fire for evangelization. Right, so he right. uses that image. It's the Holy Spirit uh, that gives us a fire of God's love that makes us want to share the good news with others. And so I'll be talking about some of that, about what Pope Francis says. Doing that. And then we have kind of a, a prayer ministry time. I kind of lead a prayer ministry time for the Holy Spirit to strengthen mm-hmm. us in gifts of evangelization, overcoming of fear. And right. then we have individual teams of people who have been trained who anyone that wants individual prayer can right. come up and receive individual prayer. That's near the end of the conference time. And the Spanish wow. has this, pretty much the same structure with right. different speakers. And everybody's welcome. Yes, everyone's welcome to come. Like I said, they can re- they can register at the door, so they can come and register right at the door. But oh, if, like you said, they can come to the website that you just mentioned mm-hmm. to register at that website. Is or, there a cost associated with this? Yes, yeah. There, the cost is is thirty five dollars for an individual, uh, sixty five dollars for a married couple. 
Uh, we have a lower price for any teenagers. Uh, children are free. The huh. parents want to bring their teenage their children with them. So, but yes, but they can also register right at the door. We do accept registrations. At and it's door. at Saint Mary Magdalene, March first and second. Yes. And uh, that uh, Father Wilcombs Parish. Yes. Is he going to be there as well? Oh yeah, he's. We're in the same religious yeah, community. The so order, we're in yeah. the same community. In fact, he'll be helping with the Spanish part of the Spanish community yes. uh, events that's have. We also have a Franciscan, uh, Fray Jose Bar- Barroso, who will be helping with the Spanish. He's a uh, um, he's a one. He's a seminarian at this point, and he's studying to become a priest. I've heard that name. He, yeah. he works a lot with our our Spanish uh, prayer groups, and he's a, he's a wonderful man. And now, have y'all been doing this every year? Is this a yearly event? Sure. We, we've done a conference for, I mean, since before I came here. I've been in San Antonio for 27 years, and they've been doing it since before I came yeah. here. We've had at St. Mary Magdalene about the last 15 years because I was pastor there, and our community has been in charge of that parish for now for right. a lot of years and stuff. So, But, yes, we put one of these on every year. And what's the feedback from past conferences from people who attend this? Yeah, it's been a real blessing that the people have. We have we've had a variety of themes. Uh, we've had themes on prayer ministry. We have themes on um, uh, just the role of the Holy Spirit. We've had lots of variety of themes, and so I think we there's also we have we have music groups. We have a lot of song and and praising of God and rejoicing and of course, in food. the Lord. <laughs> yes, we do a lot of that, and we have the bilingual mass together. And so, and we have a bookstore that we have there during the course of the time mm-hmm. that we have from the Charismatic Center. So, so we've got for many people, they say it's just it's in something that's enlivened their faith, something yeah. that's made their faith become more personal, more alive, enlivening them uh, in their faith. And so, yeah, we've got a very good feedback from the conference. Every journey begins with a start, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And this is, like I said, and anyone's welcome. They don't have to have been involved with our prayer groups to right. attend this. In fact, we're wanting to have as many people as possible because Jesus says the laborers are few. We want laborers to have more are few. few. That's right. Our, our Archbishop Gustavo has always talks about being missionary disciples and all of us, our need to share our faith. And so uh, he's been very supportive of us in this. That's beautiful. Our archdiocese is awesome. Mm -hmm. Archbishop is awesome. Now, as a director of Catholic Center for Charismatic Renewal, what are you looking forward to other than this conference? What's coming up in 2024 that Father Bob Hogan's like, man, I can't wait to do this. Sure. Well, one of the things we're doing, I have in front of me our our little booklet for the conference that we finished. And we decided, my religious community, the Brothers of Love and Disciple, which includes Father Will and a num- yep. number of us, yep. we are going to do a large Life in the Spirit, two of them, preparing for Pentecost. Pentecost this year is May 19th, mm-hmm. and so at May 4th at St. Mary Magdalene, the hall, we're going to do a large Life in the Spirit seminar that my community is going to do all the teaching, yeah. but the Charismatic Center is going to help with the small groups and the praying with people and everything. So we're going to have it in Spanish on May 4th, okay. and then uh, on May 18th, which is the Vigil of Pentecost, we'll have it at an English version, and it's going to be put on by my whole community, which includes Father Will Combs and Father Larry Surgut, who's mm-hmm. St. Mary Magdalene, Father Sean Stilson, who's at St. Philip of Jesus, yeah. myself, and Brother Ruben, uh, 
Garza, who's a religious brother in our yeah, community Ruben, and stuff, yeah. and brother brother Ruben is um, is very outgoing also, and so <laughs> so is. we're going to be doing all the teaching, yeah. but the charismatic center will be supporting all the rest of it. So we're looking forward to that. We're going to be promoting. We're saying, well, now you just learned about evangelization. Here's an opportunity. <laughs> Invite people. Bring someone with you to come to this Life of the Spirit seminar. So we are looking forward to doing that. I can't wait to hear how it goes. And again, for our listeners, you want to go to www.ccc. That's cat, 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 RSA, mm-hmm. cccrsa.net. Go take a look at the speakers. Go take a look at, you know, what Father uh, Hogan and I have uh, been, been talking about. And uh, we got a couple of minutes left. Could you lead us out in prayer, Father? Sure. Be very happy to. Thank you. Uh, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, you are the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed of the Holy Spirit. And you called your disciples to love you before anything else because then we love everyone else better. And then you empowered them with the Holy Spirit. You said, wait and pray to receive power from on high. And a fire of your love entered their heart that released them from fear and gave them a great desire to share the good news of Jesus with others. We pray for that grace to touch our archdiocese and through this conference that we can reach out to those who in some way have strayed or are simply kind of moved away from their faith, that they also can be touched by the love of Jesus and the fire of the Holy Spirit, and so that many, many more people may come to know your grace. So thank you, Lord, that you're always with us, and we want to be your disciples empowered by the Holy Spirit. We pray for this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father Hogan. That's uh, Father Bob Hogan. Uh, you want to join it. You want to go make sure you attend that conference at St. Mary Magdalene's March 1st and 2nd. CCCRSA.net. Thank you, Mary Wisniewski. Thank you, Father Anthony Andreasi. And again, thank you, Father Hogan. We love having you on the program. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have a great week. God bless you. Just in. From now until midnight on February 20th, the GRN will be raffling off a 2024 Black Mercedes Benz GLB 250. Just call 888-784-3476 or by emailing grnraffle at grnonline.com. Cost is $25 for one ticket or $100 for five. All proceeds support Catholic Radio on the GRN. Even better, your support may save a soul or two. Winning ticket drawn Friday, February 23rd. The Guadalupe Radio Network would like to thank Aging in Place Hospice for their support and generosity. AIP Hospice is a community-based hospice care agency in San Antonio and specializes in taking care of the terminally ill no matter where they live. AIP Hospice is VA preferred and approved and accepts Medicaid and Medicare. AIP can be reached at 210-260-0000. This is Dale Alfquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say that the church needs to keep up with the times? G.K. Chesterton says that all this talk about keeping up with the times has been uttered hundreds of times before. To be up to date, he says, is a paltry ambition, except in an almanac. The church certainly does not need to imitate the secular world. In fact, What does the word secular mean? It does not mean worldly. It does not even mean irreligious. 
To be secular simply means to be of the age, that is, of the age which is passing. And in the case of anyone trying to keep up with the times, the age that is already past. So what the word secular really means is dated. The church's truth is never out of date because it is eternal. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org Shining the light of truth on the path of salvation. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.